It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Altamont Community High School. It's a great Friday night, and of course, I'm high school boys of basketball this evening. It's a jam-packed gymnasium. It's also for a special cause tonight, or a balling for a cure. Instead of a sea of orange and black, it's a sea of a mixture of blue and a black with the special night here tonight in Altamont. And it's going to be a good night on the court as well. Great matchup for you tonight. Here is Altamont Indians against the Diedrich Mover Maroons. Travis Sparks here alongside Dominic Daters. And we'll be calling the action tonight here by the voice of Altamont Indians basketball. 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM. Streaming online, fmradio.com, and on the FEM radio app as well. And Altamont comes in to this National Trail Conference clash. Only the second conference game that they've had so far this season. Earlier, last, I guess, late 2022, uh, they uh, defeated Detroit or defeated uh, South Central there in their only conference game so far. And Detroit in the conference is two and two. The Move Maroons are eight and six overall. And Altamont is riding a six-game winning streak here, and uh, they are 11 and three uh, coming into tonight's ball game here this evening. Last time out for Altamont on a Tuesday, it was a victory for the Indians, 77-53 over Shelbyville. Was a close first quarter as it was tied at 14. And then Altamont went on an 11-0 run to begin the second quarter. Shelbyville did come back a little bit there in the second quarter. But then uh, eventually Altamont took control there in the third quarter and never looked back. The lead would be extended to 20 by the end of that third quarter. And Altamont never looked back. It was Mason Robinson and Avery Yarhouse leading the way for the Indians. It was uh, Robinson having 24 or 22 points, and uh, Avery Yarhouse had six threes in the game, and uh, he would have uh, 22 points there, and Mason Robinson would have 23. There we go. I got that right. Uh, Jared Hammer would also be in double figures as well. So, Altamont continue on the great run that they're on right now, and they extended that win streak six games coming into tonight's contest. Yeah, they did. They had a great win against Shelbyville, six, uh, six straight wins, and uh, – Let's, hopefully they can keep it rolling tonight against a uh, tough Diedrich Move Maroons ball club. I know their the record may not show it, but they're they're always they're always a tough tough team, tough team to beat. They come ready to play every night all year. And I know Altamont Coach Deaver is going to have his boys ready to play tonight too. Uh, for all the fans, biggest crowd I've seen so far this year at Altamont High School boys or girls game, which is great. Got the ball for the cure going tonight. A lot of great stuff going on with that. Uh, a bunch of raffles and stuff here tonight as well. So uh, if you're uh, needing something to do tonight, come on over to Altamont High School and enjoy enjoy a great basketball game, a great atmosphere for a great cause. Uh, anyway, I, I look for an exciting ball game tonight here, Travis, between Altamont and Diedrich. I you know I, I expect a close, a close, hard fought. You know. Maybe maybe a little little chippy, little roughhousing going on. Type type ball games was what I expect from uh, Alamont Dieter tonight. So as it's ATC basketball, we wouldn't have it Definitely any other have, way. No. There, but if you're coming no. to the game, you better get here quick because there's not a parking spot to be had in the parking lot, at least uh, that I saw coming in. And it's great, nice to see that the gym is packed this evening uh, for a great cause as well. There was no cost to get in the game; it's just a free will. Donation all benefiting the uh, Thompson family and benefiting the Davis family 
as well. So uh, extra special uh, tonight and all the uh, Falling for a Cure shirts out there as well as you see uh, the Altamont cheerleaders having their shirts on as well as the Dietrich supporting the cause as well. And uh, for the Dietrich moving Maroons, they come in, like you said, 8-6 and six overall. And uh, they're trying to break a little funk that they're in. They've lost back-to-back games, uh, in, uh, including the one to South Central in the championship game of their own holiday tournament. And then they lost a close one on Tuesday, 43-241 against Paris. In that game against the Tigers on Tuesday, Dietrich was in control for the first three quarters, but uh, it was uh, Paris in the final quarter. 23 points they put up for the Tigers in that final quarter to get the two-point win. So Dietrich let one get away on uh, Tuesday, and I know they want a bounce-back performance there. Caleb Gephardt led the way for the Maroons on Tuesday at 14 points. Looking Westendorf. He had 12, and so did Garrett Nieberge as well. He had 12 points. Last year, this was a very entertaining contest. As Last year in the regular season, Altamont and Dietrich matched up in Dietrich. And on that night, it was a comeback effort for Altamont as 52-47. It was a tale of two heads of the coin. On one side, it was a signature win for Altamont as it propelled them into the season and then into the new year. And then in Dietrich's part, they felt like they won. They let one get away last year as they had a sizable lead in that contest. At one point, they had 23 to seven, but then Altamont chipped away and uh, didn't shoot the ball particularly well. I remember that night, and they finally got it going there, and then they completed the comeback. So, you know, uh, Dietrich wanted a little revenge on their mind here this evening, and also Altamont is the team that ended Dietrich's season last year as they fell in the regional semifinals there at Dietrich, 51 to 37 completely different story flipped the script on that night Altamont shot a lot better that game and the final score turned out to be a more of a wider margin than the first time around but uh, I remember also in the, the COVID shortened year uh, Dietrich winning on uh, well, was there really a buzzer beater but it was definitely a last second shot there at the very end to give them a two-point win so just like we talked about with Coach Niebury there at the end of the game last week or last night or whenever it was, it was Tuesday whenever we talk to them at the end of the game, and uh, just throw the records out the window when these two teams get together uh, because uh, it doesn't matter uh, because uh, they're going to play hard, and uh, it's just going to be a good competitive uh, basketball game here tonight. Yeah, it definitely will be. Uh, you can throw you can throw, you throw the records out the window. You know, you know both these teams to be undefeated or both these teams to be 0-25. It, it doesn't matter. One team could be great. One team could have a not so good record. It, it doesn't matter. They're both they're both going to come to play. And it's just going to be a hard nosed, hot, hard fought NTC battle. It's going to be rough, rough in the post. You know, just all around. I expect a, a great, a great game here tonight. And it should be a, an exciting one here in uh, the NTC. And it's also really important for conference tournament seating, as the seating meeting is uh, coming up here very shortly. And so uh, last few impressions in the conference to make uh, improve your record and possibly improve your seating. I see Altamont kind of on that 1-3 line, depending on what they do uh, tonight. And uh, Dietrich, I kind of see them on the 4-6 line, depending on the outcome of uh, tonight's game. And uh, so we'll just see how it all shakes out and how it shakes out with seating purposes coming up later this month. Right back here in Altamont. Who knows? We can see these two teams match up once again here in this gymnasium. So both teams are ready for the National Anthem, so we're going to step away for the National Anthem as well. Brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency, and they'll be back with the starting lineups and the tip-off of this game between Altamont and Dietrich, and we're balling for a cure tonight 
And you're listening to Asma Indians Basketball on Jack FM. see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at New Altamont Community High School for tonight's National Trail Conference clash between the Dietrich Mover Maroons and the Altamont Indians. National Anthem has done and over. And let's get the starting lineup first for the visiting Dietrich Maroons, of course, in their maroon uniforms with yellow numbers and a white trim. Dietrich, uh, they uh, look like this. They'll start number three out of guard, Garrett Niebergy. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 12, Cole Will. He's a 5'8 senior. Number 15, Lucas Wessendorf is a 6'1 sophomore. We also got number 23, Caleb Gephardt, 6'2 junior. And number 15, number 50, Jackson Holsey. And he's a 6'6 junior there. Okay, the starting five oh four. The Altima Indians, as we have them up here, as they'll start. Number two, Jared Hamer. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse. He's a 6'1 senior. They also have a number 33, Kanan Earhart, as well as number 23, Mason Robinson, a 6'3 senior as well. And uh, we also have number 32, Logan Cornett, a 6'2", a senior. So, again, it is Hammer, Yarhouse, Robinson, Cornett, and Earhart, and Dietrich. They are Niebergy, Colwell, Westendorf, Caleb Gephardt, and Holsey. They start at 5 for Dietrich. 
as the uh, lights go out here in uh, Altamont, of course, during uh, their starting lineups in there, the home team, so they're in their normal home white uniforms. You can't really see them over those uh, uh, Baller for a Cure t-shirts, but they are wearing those white uniforms here this evening, and not only is it great to see that the gym is packed again tonight, again, it's for a, a great cause tonight as well, and all donations and proceeds are going to those two families in the community that are affected by cancer, the Thompson and the Davis, Thompson and Davis family. So uh, great to see that Altamont side is packed. Uh, the tribal council is packed, ready to go. And, uh, of course, teachers brought a, a great crowd as well. So it'll be Lucas Westendorf going to be uh, tipping it off against Mason Robinson to begin uh, this game. And only the second NTC game for Altamont all season so far. And we're underway here. As Altamont will win the tip-off, and they'll be going right to left on your radio dial. And Hammer will immediately find Yarhouse into the corner here. He'll double down low to Earhart. Here's a double team out it knocked away, and he goes off of Earhart. And it'll be out of bounds to Dietrich. Early turnover there for Altamont. Yeah, the early turnover there. Earhart just lost control of the ball and just went out of bounds. So Dietrich will be going left to right on your radio dial. It's Gephardt going to bring up the floor of four, and he's going to be guarded against Hammer. And uh, there is Gephardt. He picked up the dribble now, dumps it down low, and puts up the shot. No good, but he's going to be fouled. And that is uh, Cole Will, and Cole's going to go to the free throw line here for two shots. Fouls on number 22, AVR House, his first team's first. And uh, Cole Will uh, to the free throw line. First free throw up and good, and the first points go to Dietrich. It's one to nothing. 30 seconds into the game. And Will, second free throw on the way, up, and it's also good. Two for two there for Cole Will, and it's 2 nothing Maroon. And nice Hammer. Shots by Will there. Yes, as Hammer gets it across the timeline over to Will Robinson. He has a see a free throw line, and he's double teamed now. Almost had it knocked away. It's a back off to Yarhouse with a little head fake, and he goes inside. He spins out to Cornette. Cornette thought about the three, thought about driving inside, had it knocked away in another turnover caused by Westendorf the other way. Layup up and in for Lucas Westendorf, and it's 4 nothing Dietrich. Well, we've seen this season. Altamont having a tough time getting going here in the early going. Yes, we have. Yarhouse there on the left wing, and now mid-range jumper. Good. Avery Yarhouse. First two points for Altamont, it's 4-2. to two. And it's going to be a throw right into the hands of Yarhouse. The other way, layup, no good for Avery, but he's going to go to the free throw line for two shots. Miscommunication there by Dietrich on that inbound pass. That was right to Avery. Thousand number 12, Cole Will, his first, team's first. Yeah, you're right, it was a miscommunication there by, by Dietrich. I wonder what the, uh, I don't know, not sure who inbound it, but yeah, I wonder who he's thrown it to. It looked almost like it was intended for Avery. Free throw is good. Almost, yeah. And he's got all three points for the Indians. It's four to three. Six forty-four to go in the first quarter. And Yarhouse at the free throw line for his second attempt. Free throw up, and it's good. Two for two there for Avery. He's got all four points, and we're tied at four. And it was Will taking out that time. Now he gets it in to... Gephardt. Gephardt has it in between the circles, guarded up by Hammer. Altamont in their man-to-man defense. A lot of action, though, a lot of movement away from the ball by Dietrich. 
And they get over to a will. Now they'll get out of the top of the circle to Westendorf. Westendorf drives, puts up the hook shot. Runner is good for Westendorf. He's got four, and it's six to four, Dietrich. Garros the other way. Had a block from behind by Gephard. And it's going to be out of bounds. They're going to say it was off of Avery. So it's going to be Dietrich basketball. Hmm. I do think that is the right call, though. As it goes, Westendorf will get it across the timeline. Coming up on six minutes to go in the opening quarter. Westendorf almost lost the dribble. Gives it back off there to Curry. Stolen away. Robinson the other way. Layup is good. Robinson, his first two points. We're all tied at six. Nice job there by Robinson to take it away and put it up and in for Alphamont. And it'll be a three-pointer. Good by Gephardt. Three-pointer in the corner. Three-ball corner pocket, and it's 9-6. and six. Dietrich. Robinson quickly the other way, and he's fouled on the floor before the shot, so it'll be a common foul out-of-bounds play. Looks like Hamer will be the one taken out there on the baseline. A couple subs coming in for both teams as Dylan Elam checks in, and Curry will take a seat. And uh, we have Colton Kidd checking in uh, for Dietrich. Fouls on number uh, 15, Lucas Westendorf for Dietrich, his first team second. Yarhouse for three, trying to tie it up, can't do it, in and out, and it's going to be rebounded there by Nieberge. Now it's into the hands of Westendorf. He's picked up by Elam all the way up the floor. Now they get over there to Gephardt. Gephardt, he's going to shoot a three. Lefty is good. Another three. Therefore, Gephardt is second one, and it's 12-6. And Hammer gets it over to Yarhouse for three. Yes! Answers with a three of his own for Avery. He's got seven early points. It's 12-9. And it is Gephardt with the basketball. That'll get it over there to Kid. Now they'll swing it over there to Nieberge. Now back to Gephardt on the right wing. Let's the crossover. Hammer, he stopped, and he gives it off there to a cutting. Westendorf to the rim. Left the layup, no good. And rebounded to go to Hammer on the long one. Hammer hands it off to Yarhouse for another three. You got Avery Yarhouse, back-to-back threes. He's got ten, and we're tied at 12. As it's Gephardt trying to answer the three of his own. In and out, no good. But Dietrich with the putback, Westendorf, he can't get it to fall. Long rebound goes to Robinson, and Robinson looks to turn and run with it. Now, I want to slow it down maybe a little bit. Coming up on four minutes to go here in the first quarter. Elam, underneath the basket, gives off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse dribbles, stops the top. He had it blocked. Blocked by Gephardt, but Hamer tracks down the loose ball, and now tomorrow retains possession. Dietrich got the block, but just can never grab the basketball there. Kind of a hectic sequence for Altamont. Right. Comes with the ball. Robinson is over to Hammer here on the left wing. Now they dump it down low to Earhart. Earhart, turnaround jumper is off. No good. Rebounded by Westendorf. Westendorf gets it across the timeline. And had it knocked away. It's stolen away by Elam. And Elam has the basketball in the front court here. Gives off to Hammer. Hammer's left open for three. No good. A battle for the rebound. Tipped out the yard house. Keep three. Yes! Another three for Avery. 13 of the 15 points, and it's a three-point lead for Altamont. 
Wessendorf the other way. A layup is going to be good. Are they going to count it? I'm going to say it was on the floor. They're going to say it was on the floor there. Southland number 33 counting out. Yeah, excuse me, Conan Earhart, his first team second. Looks like the basket won't count. Uh, as uh, Coleman checked into the game uh, for Earhart. And Cornett checked in as well, and he immediately picks off the pass. Another turnover with Dietrich. Cornett way up. It's good. With a run here for Cornett, and Coach Bonoff wants a timeout for Dietrich. As Altamont goes on a run here, they lead 17-12, to 12, and we'll take a quick 30. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. A 5-0 run by Altamont. Has them in the lead at 17-2 at 12. Avery Arrow's got three threes here in the opening quarter and 13 of the 17 points for Altamont. It's a Gephardt. He's going to bring it across half court. And it's going to be a mid-range jumper. No good. And it's going to be rebounded there by Robinson. Outlet pass was picked off by Westendorf, but he couldn't handle it. And he read the pass beautifully, but just couldn't handle it. And it goes out of bounds. It stays right here with Altamont. They know who they're going to give the ball to. Yes, they do. Try to knock it away there. And the cornet comes over there to a yard house. Yard house little head fake. And Mary Jumper is good. Can make two pointers in. Three-pointers. Avery's got 15, and it's 19 to 12. Quick inbounds. It's going to be forced into triple coverage, but they get it down somehow. Niebergy for two. No good. And the long rebound's going to be tracked down by Dietrich. That's Will. He's going to hand off to Westendorf. He has to save it. Nice pass. The save it goes behind the back. Niebergy for three. It's off. And the rebound goes to Coleman. And I think they're going to get a foul there. And I think it's going to go on in Deberge. It is. And then Coleman collided in. They're going to get the guard on the center. Deberge's first team, third for Deberge. Uh, looks like we got Jackson Funneman checking in for the first time for Dietrich and another one that stuck in there as well. And uh, that's Tanner Will who snuck in there. And it's going to be Elam with the basketball free throw line. Back throw cut to Robinson. Layup was blocked from behind by Gephardt. And then another block by Dietrich on an attempt to buy Altamont. Gephardt quickly the other way. Minute 45 to go in the opening quarter. It's going to be a will get over there. Shot mid-range jumper is good there for Colton Kidd. 19-14. Robinson the other way. Tries to get it down through traffic and somehow finds Yarhouse. Head fake, and he'll dribble back out to the perimeter. Nearly stolen away and gets over to Elam. Minute 20 to go. First quarter, Elam mid-range jumper is off. And battling for the rebound, it's Gephardt versus Coleman. Coleman take it right from him. Reverse layup, no. Battle for the board. 
is going to be a foul on Altamont. Foul number 50, Aaron Coleman, his first, team third. 19 of 14, Altamont with the lead, and Cornette and Elam will take a seat. Hammer and Earhart come back in for the Indians. And another sub as McManaway will come in for Yarhouse. Hopefully it doesn't cool off too much. It's scorching hot in this first quarter. Right. Maybe Gephardt the other way. And Gephardt gives it off of there to Tanner Will. Now between the circles to Nieberge. Now over there to Kid. Kid for three. In and out. No good. Rebound goes to McManaway. Under a minute to go here in the opening quarter. Hammer the other way. Down low to Erhard. Erhard met right there by Kid. And Erhard puts it up anyways. Up and in. For Kynan Ayerhart, his first two, it's 21-14. Seven-point lead now for Altamont. 40 seconds left. And it's going to be a Gephardt. Gives it off to Kid. Kid with the runner in and out. No good. And he gets his own rebound, though. Gets it back out to Niebergy. Niebergy pump fake. Gets free. Blocked by Robinson. And he's looking to do something with it the other way. Layup. No, but he is fouled. Robinson has that ability. Jumping. Out of the gym, blocks the mid-range jumper and almost got the end one, but he's going to go to the free throw line for two here. Foul on number 23 for Jeter Cole Gephardt, his first team sport. So Robinson will be at the line. At two points so far, free throw is no good. Back iron too strong. Eric Coleman will take a seat in, and Kata Miller will come in. And also subs for Niebergy as well as Cole Will coming back in. Robinson at the free throw line. Second free throw is good. So one for two there for Mason. He's got three and it's 22 to 14. Eight point lead for Altamont. 24.9 left. Robinson Wasp will sub out and Eli Miller will come in. They get it in, but McManaway knocks it away and it's stolen away. McManaway throws it wildly and right in the hands of Will. And it's the other way. Layup is good there for Funneman. 22-16. McManaway down to Miller. Now over to Eli Miller for three. Yes! Caden. Caitlin. Caden Miller to Eli Miller for three. And that's going to do it for the first quarter. After one quarter of play, it's Altamont 25. Dietrich 16. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening out to my Indians basketball, Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like cook what you want when you want it with a new maytag range make crispy favorites using air fry delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven visit rogers home appliance to see maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature 
Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Dietrich will uh, start the uh, second quarter with the basketball. They trail by 9, 25-16. Three-pointer is good. There by Lucas Westendorf. So good start to the quarter for Dietrich. It's 25-19. He's got seven points on the night. Hammer gets across court. Yarrow finds Robinson. Can't get the jumper to go, but he is fouled, though, in the act of shooting. So Mason will go back to the free throw line here. Foul on number 10 for Diedrich. And uh, that's a His third first foul. fifth. Yeah, fifth one, yeah. And Robinson can't get the first one to fall. Stuck on three. As Robinson missed the front end of the two free throws last time. We'll see if he can do it again. Second one is good this time, so it just repeats the process. And he's got four, 26-19. Dietrich gets it in to Westendorf. He gets a screen from Kidd in the backcourt. Now Westendorf almost lost it on the dribble, but somehow keeps it going. And it's going to be a high pass and out of bounds. Turnover there for Dietrich. I got that as number six for Dietrich. Almont only has three. I just say that is one of the things that hurt in the Maroons so far. Yes, it is. Uh, and Avery Arhouse had 15 in the first quarter alone. Right. He has the basketball on the wing. It's Miller getting it back to Yarhouse for another three. Yes! Oh, my goodness. Four threes tonight for Yarhouse. He's got 18 and it's 29-19. It's double digits. And it's Winnie getting it in there to uh, Niebergi. Niebergi gets it across half court. He stops his dribble gives it off of there. Sick kid now back over to Niebergi on the right wing. 6.50 to go in the second quarter. And it's Niebergi driving to the hole, layup, no. And the rebound goes into the hands of Niebergi. Niebergi puts it up, left-handed, layup, no. Can't get it to go. Frustrated with himself there, but he's going to go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul's on number 33, Conan Earhart, his second team sport. Look at Westendorf out of the free throw line. Free throw, good. 29 to 20. Dietrich trailing here. Gaden Miller will take a seat, and Logan Cornette will come in. And a sub coming in for Dietrich. I think that was Will who snuck in there. And a two for two there for Westendorf. He's got nine, and it's 29 21. Eight point lead for the Indians. Hammer will easily walk it across half court. And they get over to a Robinson on the wing and back over to Hammer. Hammer and Robinson playing pitch and catch as Robinson backdoor cut to Cornette. Saved it from going out into the hands of Earhart up and in. For Kynan, and he's got four. It's back to 10, 31-21. That was a nice job there by Cornette to save it from going out of bounds and getting it back to Earhart. And it's going to be... Uh, uh, Westendor or Gephardt getting it over to Will. That's Cole Will. And uh, he still has the basketball at the top of the key and uh, almost got away with a five-second call there, I think. And, I'd uh, say. That's what Alphamont was looking for. 
Yeah. And go Westendorf driving to the hole. Layup, good. Tough layup there for Westendorf. Trying everything he can do to keep him in it. He's got 11. 31-23 now. Hammer cross court pass to Cornette. Finds Earhart. Earhart back out to Hammer. Hammer into the corner of the yard house for another three. Back iron too strong. A heat check there for Avery. Long rebound there with the Cole Will. Across the timeline. He is over there to Gephardt on the left side. The stream of Kid Gephardt will fire a three from the wing. Yes! Gephardt with his third three. He's got nine. It's 31-26. Hammer's left wide open for three. Oh. In and out, no good. Earhart with the follow, and he's hammered, and he'll go to the line for two. Kind of arrow. We'll go to the free throw line here to shoot two free throws. Fouls on number 35, Colton Kidd for Diedrich. That's his first team six. Now one more for the bonus for Altamont. We got 504 left in the half. Is Earhart made the first free throw? So makes it 32 to 26. Cornet and Hammer will take a seat, and Elam comes back in, and so did Eric Coleman. 5.04 to go into the second quarter. Altamont, 32 at 26. Earhart, second free throw, also good. So two for two there for Kynan, and he's got six. 33-26. That would be Tanner Will getting it in there to Westendorf. He runs it across the timeline. A step back three is no good, and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse up to Earhart. Earhart. Jumper, no, Coleman with the follow, and it's blocked. Left into the hands of Yarhouse. Free throw line jumper, no, battle for the rebound. Goes to Westendorf, just wrestles it away from Coleman. And Coach Bonoff yells at the Maroons to go. And he does, Gephardt. Holds it there at the free throw line, trying to do something with it. Finally gets it off. And uh, they get it back there to Kid for three. In and out, no good. Didn't fall. Yarhouse with the board. Yarhouse with it. Over to Earhart. 4.15 to go in the second. Elam will get it off to Robinson. And uh, Robinson holds on to the basketball. Trying to want to play, and they'll go over to Elam here on the left side. Down low to Earhart. Earhart's double team had it knocked away. He dives on the floor for it, and there's going to be, they're going to say that kid touched it, and he was out of bounds. And so uh, that'll stay right here at Altamont. Kaden Miller comes in for the Indians, and Earhart will take a seat. And Elam will inbound just below us here, underneath the basket. Elam gets it in the two of Robinson. For the house for another three. Yes. All right. Another one, as DJ Collin would say. He's got 21 and another three. 36-26. Just amazing. Somebody get a hand in his face. Yeah, you think something. This kid getting it over to Westendorf. Westendorf with the basketball at the top of the key, and now he passes cross court there to Gephardt. Gephardt in the corner, he gets a screen, and he'll take a contested three. He answers with a three of his own. Gephardt, not to be outdone, has his fourth three. It's 36-29. 
They're trying to tub it down low to Caden Miller, and it's knocked out by the Maroons, so it stays right here with Altamont. Yeah, I believe it went off the foot of uh, Colton Kidd there. This three already for Yarhouse out on that last one. As Elam gets it in, the two Robinson, they dump it down low, and it's knocked away there by Kidd, and a turnover there for Altamont. That's their fourth turnover so far tonight. Yeah, over there into the corner. Nebery gets it back out to Westendorf. Westendorf, three-pointer from the wing, in and out, no good. And rebounded there by Yarhouse. They're looking to run with it. Yarhouse had it almost knocked away, and he somehow finds Robinson on the wing. Cross-court pass was tipped. Now over to Elam. Elam back over to Robinson. Fakes wide baseline. Burnett in the left corner. He'll drive. Throws up the wild shot. Can't get it to fall, but he is going to go to the free throw line as he was fouled on the attempt. Logan Cornett will go to the line here. Fouls with number 35, Colton Kidd, his second, team seventh. So Colton Kidd and Connor Earhart used the two fouls. Those are the only really foul trouble so far in the game for both teams. Yeah. As Dietrich now sends out to mind the bonus. Next common foul. And Cornett made the first free throw. Got three, and it's 37-29. The lead is eight. As the Cornette's second free throw is good. Two for two there for Logan. He's got four. 38-29. Nine-point advantage for the Indians. They hand it off to a Westendorf. Westendorf, a little behind-the-back dribble, almost lost it. Tiptoes the sidelines there. Gets control and he drives. This is off there onto the wing. And that is Curry. Curry gets it off and nearly picked off. The layup is good there by Funneman. And it's 38-21, or 38-31. Funneman's got four points on the night for Diedrich. Coming up on two minutes to go here in the second quarter. And over to Miller. Miller in the corner, and Cornette took his eye off the basketball a little bit. That'll be a turnover to Dietrich. Alamont six turnover. Dietrich's got seven. And Kyle Earhart will come in, and Kaden Miller will take a seat. Two minutes exactly to go here in the quarter. And inbounds almost too high for Westendorf, but he got it down. Pass in the corner. It was tipped out by Yarhouse, but it'll stay right here with Altamont. Or Dietrich, excuse me. Yeah, now shot by Yarhouse. Knocked that cross-court pass out of bounds. Looks like Hammer will come in as McManaway will take a seat. He stuck in there on me. As the Gephardt will be inbounding there on the baseline, right in front of the Dietrich cheerleader, gets it in a two. Uh, will Tanner will back to Gephardt for three, can't get it to fall, and rebounded by Hammer. Hammer dangerous pass, and it was picked off, but they're going to say that Gephardt had his foot on take your pick. It was the inline or the uh, out of bounds line, and they're going to say it's a ball to Altamont. Almost a good pick by by Dietrich, but. Altamont retains possession. A minute 40 to go in the half. Gillum with the basketball. Is it over to Yarhouse? Now Hammer in between the circles near half court. Goes over there to Cornette. Swings it back to Hammer. Back in the corner to Cornette. Him and Hammer just passing it back and forth. Now swinging over to Elam. Elam 
Pressure from behind, and he's uh, triple teamed out the yard house. Another three. Yes. Right. Sixth one of the half for Avery. 24, and it's back to 10, 41-31. He's sixth great on the night. And Gephardt, contested jumper, no. Rebounded by Yarhouse. They're looking to run with a minute to go. Yarhouse with the dribble, finds Earhart. Earhart gets free. Layup is good for Kynan Earhart. And Coach Bonoff wants another timeout. So Altman takes the lead of 43-31. of 31. And Coach Bonoff wants a 30 and I'll take a quick 30 as well. Listening out to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. It's 50 seconds to go here in the opening half. And Altamont has a gain of the advantage by 12 now, 43-31. Dietrich with the basketball. It's going to be Gephardt there on the right wing. A cross-court pass nearly tipped and ticked, but layup is no good there by Tanner Will and rebounded by Altamont. They're out in the front court here. Cross-court pass was picked off by Westendorf. Westendorf the other way. Layup good. Westendorf got 13, and it's 43-33. That was a nice steal and layup there by Westendorf. Alamont six turnovers. Or, excuse me, both both Alamont and Dieter have six turnovers so far. Ten seconds to go. Hammer with the basketball over to Yarhow. Now over to Robinson and center court. And they're telling Altamont to go. And Hamer in the corner open for three. Oh, oh, no good. That would have been the exclamation point on the first half there if that three would have went in. But Altamont has the lead by 10, 43-33 after one half of play here for a packed gym tonight in Altamont. We're balling for a cure tonight, balling for a good cause. And that was an entertaining first half of basketball. There, both teams getting it up and down the floor. And we'll try to recap it for you coming up here on the halftime show. And we'll get the first half numbers as well. So, Altamont winning by 10, 43-33 at the half. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening now to my Indians basketball on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Payne, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. 
From our team to yours, go Indians. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie... What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School as Altamont Indians have the lead here over Dietrich. 43 to 33-33 is the story there of that first half was Avery Arhouse as he's been on a fire from beyond the arc tonight. He has 24 points here at the half and six threes. We've seen him catch fire for an entire game. Well, this is probably one of the best half performances of the season so far as he had six here at the first half, and who knows how many uh, he can get if Dietrich doesn't adjust to uh, finding Avery uh, as he just had too many open looks and not enough hands and faces uh, there, allowing him to get to the six three-pointers there. So uh, that's going to be a big point of emphasis in the locker room right now for Coach Bonoff in that moving maroon uh, locker room. Yeah, it'll definitely be a big point of emphasis. Uh, you know, somebody's got to get up there, get a hand in his face, guard him. You know, even even if he still makes it, at least at least you're trying to. You know, at least you're at least you're trying to trying to defend him. But uh, they haven't done a very good job of that so far so far here tonight. Yeah, it should be a, a point of emphasis, I'm sure, here in the locker locker room for uh, Coach Bonoff and his team. Uh, I'm sure Coach Neary is probably he's a little upset there at that last. Uh, Last uh, drive there uh, yeah. that uh, the Alabama had, uh, they, they didn't uh, 
he wanted him to go, 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 but they kind of held the ball, and Jared Hammer missed, missed the three there. But uh, Alamo still has a 10-point lead here at half here at uh, Alamo Community High School. As they read off the, uh, the raffle winners they have tonight for all the raffles they got going on for, for ball for a cure. While the PA announcer does that, I'll read off some stats here for you. First for Altamont, for Jared Hammer, he's uh, 0 for 3 from the three-point range. Has a score. Dylan Elam's 0 for 1 from the field and 1 for 1 from three-point range with three points. AVR House, 2 for 4 from the field, 6 of 8 from three-point range and 2 for 2 from the free-throw line, 24 points. Mason Robinson's 1 for 3 from the field. And two for four, two for four from the free throw line for four points. Logan Cornette, one for three from the field goal, uh, from from the floor, excuse me. And two, two for two from the free throw line for four points. Kyan Earhart is three for six uh, from the field and two for two from the free throw line for eight points for a total of 43 for Altamont. Uh, excuse me, for Deidre Caleb Gephardt, 0 for 2 from the field and 4 for 6 from the three-point line with 12 points. Lucas Westendor, 4 for 5 from the field and 1 for 3 from the three-point range with 11 points. Colton Kidd, 1 for 2 from the field and 0 for, 0 for 2 from the three-point range for 2 points. Uh, Cole Will, 0 for 1 from the field, but he's 2 for 2 from the free-throw free line for 2 points. Uh, Tanner Wills play, but has not scored. Garrett Nebergee is 0 for 3 from the field, 0 for 1 from three-point range, but he's 2 for 2 from the free-throw line for two points. And Funneman is 2 for 2, uh, 2 for 2 from the field with uh, four points, a total of 33 as Alamo's way they're made, way they're made back out on, on the court. And, uh, yeah, if Dieter doesn't uh, – Dieter's not really playing a terrible game. Both teams each had no. six, six turnovers and – in the first half, so he, they're not really playing a, a terrible game at all. They just, you know, need to hopefully get the get, get somebody to get a hand in Yarhouse's face and see if they get him to uh, quit making those threes. And uh, I mean, not really sloppy with the ball or anything either. So no. just uh, yeah, Alamont can't miss. Yeah, you're right. Alamont can't miss, and oh, maybe maybe Dietrich needs to. I mean, maybe, they're maybe filling it up so much they're hitting the ball. Stuck I know they got four or five basketballs stuck in the hoop now. I mean, honestly, you're right. Maybe maybe that's a sign of things to come, Travis. I don't know, but maybe Deer can maybe slow slow the game down. Maybe just a little bit to, to, to their face. Uh, their face. I know they're kind of playing uh, fast pace, which is which is fine. Yeah. But uh, they'll figure something out. They're down by ten points here at Alpha Point. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Gephardt's really trying to keep a minute. So is uh, Westendorf there. As you know, Gephardt, he's had a good first half with four threes of his own. If Avery wasn't doing uh, his thing, uh, Gephardt getting a little overshadowed uh, a little bit there. And uh, Westendorf with those 13 points as well. Those have been the two guys uh, trying to lead this maroon pack and uh, trying to get them back in it uh, there. And uh, so uh, we'll see what happens here in the second half. And uh, we got another game uh, less than 24 hours from now. As uh, tomorrow it'll be action back here in Altamont Community High School gym, as it will be uh, Woodlawn coming to town as it's the annual doubleheader with Woodlawn. Schedule of activities uh, for tomorrow's action, uh, as I have it, as girls' junior varsity will start at two o'clock, and then the boys' uh, JV will follow that at approximately three thirty, and then uh, the boys or the girls' varsity will be first. 
and they'll be at five, and then uh, the uh, boys' varsity will follow that. And approximately 6.30 will be the start. So uh, tune in around 5 o'clock, and uh, we'll be ready to go as Altamont, uh, the girls started off with the uh, W last night against uh, South Central as the seeds for the NTC tournament for the girls' side will be coming out very soon. And uh, so we'll see uh, what that win last night did to improve their stock, if it did at all, uh, coming up in the uh, near future. And so uh, girls' basketball and boys' basketball for you coming up uh, tomorrow, less than 24 hours, and then the action doesn't stop. And now next week for the boys, I got a couple of big games against Central A&M, and that's on Tuesday. And then on next Friday is another great game in the NTC as uh, these two teams are kind of in the conversation for their one and two seeds. That's the North Lake Cardinals, and uh, that comes next Friday. Uh, so that one should be a great game as well. But we got to get through the rest of this second half, and we got to get through uh, Saturday and Tuesday as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, big game. Big game with the, uh, you know, tomorrow with the Woodlawn doubleheader, boys and girls and boys doubleheaders. I won't be able to be there, but uh, listen in on 100.5, 105.5 to. Travis here, he'll bring you bring you all the action. I'll try to listen to myself, Travis, if I can. But, uh, yeah, big game against uh, North Clay uh, here at Altamont next Friday night. Uh, like I said, have big, uh, big, big things as far as seeding-wise for the NTC tournament. Uh, so, uh, hopefully, uh, Altamont can come away with a win that night. But uh, focus on tonight right now for Altamont. They're up 10. 10 points against uh, against Diedrich, and uh, I, you know, I just, if, you know, Yarhouse, he's only missed two threes, you know, he's two for four from the field, you know, like you said, he, he just can't miss, and, you know, Gephardt and Wex- Westendorf for Diedrich are trying to keep, trying to keep him in the game, and they're, they're doing a good job, doing a good job of that, uh, I don't know, some of it might be Westendorf's shoes, you think, he's wearing those green shoes, I mean, maybe, maybe he's got something to do with it, I don't know. Probably not, but I just thought I'd bring those up because, you know, great shoes on a high school basketball court. You don't see that very often, but, hey, what is the each his own, so. No, you got Westendorf in the bright green ones, and then uh, Kid has the bright orange ones there. And then, you know, you got Ivory. He's got the, the pink ones with pink socks uh, as well, so. The shoe game is on point for a Diedrich, so at least they're winning that aspect. And really, it's just the, the standard black and white shoes for uh, Altamont. They're all business for they Altamont. Coach Diedrich, he doesn't want to be too flashy. He's just standard, all business. Let's go out there. Let's get this done. Let's bring home the W and move on. You know? I was a little worried tonight as uh, Coach Diedrich he wasn't superstitious, but a little superstitious as uh, we had this winning streak going on, and he didn't wear a suit against Casey, and that's kind of where this winning streak all started. And uh, tonight he broke out the suit for the big game. So, uh, so far it's working out for for Altamont, though. So, uh, well, you got to break out the, the nice seats for the big games, though. You know, I mean, I know NTC games. Yeah, NTC game. There you go. Yeah. He's not wearing a tie, though. But he is not. He went no tie. No tie. But tonight, he's still wearing so. a nice. Nice fashion, fashionable suit. So, yeah, you know. so Keith, Coach Niebuhr's got the suit on, and Coach Bonoff is sporting the ball and procure uh, shirt on, as well as the uh, coaching staff as well. And uh, so Coach Niebuhr winning the suit game, Dietrich winning the shoe game, 
now tomorrow winning the basketball game. As they'll start off with the basketball first. They'll be going left to right on your radio dial to begin this third quarter. As it's Cornette had it poked away by Westendorf and immediately stolen away. And it's into the hands of Gephardt. Gephardt up to Nieberge, blocked by Yarhouse, tipped over to Hamer. Hamer looking to run with it, trying to outrun the defense. Layup is good for Jared Hamer. And it starts off the third quarter for Altamont, 45-33. Jared Hammer's first two points of the game. And the uh, first 40 seconds of action here in the third. It's Westendorf. They'll be going right to left on your radio dial. And they'll get a, a common foul there on Altamont. So just an inbounds play here coming to the baseline. One on Cornette and the first one on Altamont in the half. Dietrich gets it in there to uh, Cole Will. Over to Niebergi. Niebergi drives, puts up the layup, blocked from behind by Robinson. And he swatted it out of bounds, so it stays right here with Dietrich. All right, blocked from behind there by Robinson. So Westendorf will take it out here on the baseline just below us. And into a Gephardt there on uh, the right wing. And mid-range jumper is good for Gephardt. He's got 14, and it's 45-35. Robinson the other way. Stops and pops. Can't get it to fall. Left it way short. Ain't rebounded by Will. That's Cole Will. Gephardt gets it across the timeline. And uh, he'll get over to a west and north left side. A little pump fake, and he drives. Layup, no. And a fight for the rebound, and it's going to go off of Earhart. So it stays right here with Dietrich. It's all like Cole Will will take it out right in front of the Maroon bench. And I get it into a Westendorf. Westendorf drives, stops, push layup is good. A left-handed layup at that. Westendorf at 45-37. Quick, quickly the other way for Hamer. And they're going to call a blocking foul. It's a little bit too late sliding in there. He's still on the move. It's going to be a foul sending Hammer to the line. As he was foul number 12, Cole Will, his second. Team's first of the half. Hammer will be at the line. Hammer's free throw is good. Took a bounce and it fell down. Except 46 to 37. Altamont, 627 to go in the third. Hammer's. Second free throw is also good. Took a couple of bounces and fell down. Hammer's got four, and it's 47-37, back to 10. And Gephardt with the basketball gets a couple of screens. Now Westendorf, deep three, no good, and it goes right into the hands of Will, and the ball's still loose, and it's grabbed by Earhart. Picked up by Robinson running the other way. He gets it off to Hammer. Hammer at the elbow. And he looks to get it over to Robinson, and he does. Robinson drives, stops and pops, contested jumper, and off no good. Rebounded by Kidd. It's off to Westendorf in the front court. Westendorf dribbling around up top to Niebergi. Niebergi, top of the key, now back to back out towards center circle. It's over to Will, Cole Will. Cole picks up his dribble, and now he's off to Kidd, and he gives it back to Westendorf. Westendorf in between the circles now, trying to go one-on-one with Robinson. And a three-pointer, back iron too strong. And Cornette and Niebergi are fighting for the rebound, and they're going to call a foul. 
Higgins is going to go against Cornette. It will. So, will for will. Colwell checks out for Tanner Will. And West and North. Step back three. Yes. Man. Step back three for Lucas Westendorf. He's got 18 at 47-40. Cornette clips it the other way. Can't get the layup to fall. And rebounded by Gephardt. Dietrich's looking to run with it now. Now within seven. Now Niebergi for three. Back iron no. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson gets a two-hammer. Cross-court pass to Yarhouse. Yarhouse for another three. In and out. No good. And a rebounded by Kidd. 455 to go in the third. The lead is seven for the Indians. Dietrich tried to cut into it here in the last minute or so. Now, gives it up top. And they find Kidd for three. Yes! The comeback is on for Dietrich. They've only trailed by four now, 47-43. Robinson over to Hammer in the corner. Now Cornette. Cornette, a little pump fake. He'll drive, and now he'll stop. And looks to get off to Earhart. Mid-range jumper. No, and there's a foul, and it's going to go against Altamont. Trying for the rebound. Foul's on Mason Robinson, his first team's third of the half. Earhart and Hammer will take a seat. Caden Miller and Dylan Elam will come in. And some subs coming in for Dietrich. Kid will take a seat. Jackson Funneman comes back in. Niebergi sits out, and uh, that was uh, Nieberg out there. And it's going to be a Gephardt. Lost it on the way up, and it's going to be out of bounds to Altamont. Just lost it going in for the layup. And it'll be a turnover to Altamont. And Robinson will get it across half court. He's over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse on the right wing. Now over to Elam in between the circles. Elam has it over to a Robinson. And he finds Coleman, who checked in. And Coleman double-teamed out to Robinson for three in the corner. No good. Miller with the follow. It's good. For Caden Miller, it's first two. And it's 49-43. Altamont needed a bucket there. Yes, it is. Stops the run that Dietrich was on. And Westendorf gets it across the timeline, 3.35 to go in the third. Picked off by Elam, and he's running the other way. Elam layup, left-handed, good. Elam's first two, and it's 51-43. And uh, that is Tanner Will the other way. Uh, layup, no. Battle for the rebound. Loose ball is going to be off of, it looks to be off Elam, and uh, the uh, far official there said it was off of Elam. Elam, so it'll stay right here with Dietrich. Kid comes back in, and uh, Funneman will take a seat. Another sub. As uh, Cole Will will come in for Tanner Will. Cole's going to be uh, the inbounder. Gets it in to uh, Gephardt. Gephardt has it here on the left wing. Now they'll give it in between the circles to Gephardt. Gephardt. Uh, that was Will. Now they find Gephardt in the corner for three. Another one. Gephardt, his fifth three, and he's got 17, and it's 51-46. Elam 
And they're going to say that was a non-shooting foul as Elam was passing the ball off there. But it's still a foul by Dietrich. Foul on Colton Kidd, his third, team second. Kidd now with three fouls for Dietrich. He's really the only one for either team in any type of foul trouble. Yeah, he's going to have to take a seat for that extra foul that he picked up and a fundamental come in for the Maroons. 2.57 to go. Quick inbounds there to Robinson. Alley-oop is good. Off the nice pass from Elam. Robinson's got six. 53-46. And Westendorf the other way. Splits the defense. Trying to go left-handed and it was tipped out by Robinson and stays right here with the Maroons. And it's going to be uh, Lucas Westendorf going to be uh, the trigger for the inbounds underneath the basket. They get the two at Niemer, and it's going to be knocked away by Yarhouse, and it was off of him, so it stays right here with Dietrich. 2.41 to go here in the third, and another sub, and it is Niemer coming in. Niebergi, I should say. And the Westendorf gets in a little bit of a high pass for Gephardt, and it's picked off by Elam. And Elam running the other way. Throws it up, and it's going to be a blocking foul. Count the basket in the foul. Dietrich trying to get the offensive foul there, but instead the 50-50 play goes the way of Altamont. Sure does. Fouls on number 12, Cole Will. His third, T's third. So uh, Cole Will will... Take a seat, and Curry will come in. And Elam will be at the line for the and one free throw to push it back to double digits. He does. Makes it 56, 246. And Elam has five points now here in the third quarter alone. Niemer, it's a Westendorf bringing up the floor. Goes over there to Curry. Curry fires the three. Front of the rim, no. Battle for the rebound. Niebergi puts it back up. It's no good. There's going to be a foul, so Garrett Niebergi will go to the free throw line here for two. Foul number 50, Eric Coleman, his second, team fourth. Garrett Niebergi at the line, trying to find a scorebook here. And I thought he was going to, but it goes in and out. Did everything but fall down. We got Andrew Hall coming in, and Westendorf will take a much-needed break. And Anemarghi's second foul is good. His first point at 56-47. Nine-point advantage for Altamont on the scoreboard. Elam gets across the timeline, coming up on 2-10 to go in the third. Robinson fires it over to Hammer. Hammer in between the circles now, gives it back off to Robinson. They try to dump it down low, but... Tipped by Gephardt right into the hands of Robinson. Underneath now, Robinson up and in. Got eight, and it's 58-47. Lead is 11. Gephardt with a minute 45 to go, trying to get across half court. Closely guarded by Elam, and he finally does. It's a screen there, and Gephardt gets back over there to Curry. Curry with the basketball. The screen gets over to Niebergi. Over to Gephardt in between the circles. Minute 30 to go in the third. 
And there's going to be an offensive foul. They're going to call it an illegal screen there. So, that'll be a turnover to Altamont. Foul number five, Jackson Putnam. That's his first. He's fourth. Aiden McManolay will come in, and Robinson will take a seat. So, Altamont will take over. They have uh, the uh, lead, 58-47, a minute 20 to go in the third. Hammer. With the ball the other way, he gets off to Caden uh, Miller. Thought about the three, but he gets off to Elam. Elam gets a screen. He's free for three. Yeah! Three-pointer for Elam. He's got eight in this quarter. It's 61-47. And it is Gephardt over there to Curry. We're under a minute to go here in the third. Now over to Kid. Kid, wing three. No good off the rim. And rebounded by McManaway. Up to Elam. 45 seconds left. Yeah, over to Hammer. Hammer now dribbles it back up top. Looking for a screen from Coleman. Finds it. Hammer's free for three. No. Coleman there with the follow. It's up and in. For Coleman. His first two points. 63-47. 25 seconds left. Gephardt gets it across half court. And we got 18 seconds left. Closely guarded there by McManaway. Gephardt crosses him over. Here comes the double. Now over to Kidd. They'll swing it to Niebergy. Niebergy with the runner. Good. And it's 63-49. Elam, five seconds left. Across half court for three. In and out. No good. And that's going to do it for the third quarter. So after three, it's Altamont 63, Dietrich 49. And we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball, Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. And uh, we're back here, fourth quarter, about ready to get underway. Altamont with the uh, 63-49 advantage. Lead is 14 to start this final quarter. And uh, Dietrich will have the basketball. Westendorf gets it off in the corner to Curry. Curry gets Robinson up in the air. Curry threes off, and it bounces over the backboard. Out of bounds over to Altamont. Altamont with another 20-point quarter there in the third. Court of 20-16. And now they have the basketball. Hammer has it up top. Now he's off to a Robinson in between the circles. Dumps it down low to Earhart. Here comes the double team. Passes out of it to the Yarhouse. Yarhouse quiet in that third quarter. Over to a Cornette. 
Down low to Robinson. He's triple team. Puts it up anyways. No good. Rebounded by Curry. And it's Gephardt. Gephardt with the basketball. He dribbles inside. And he looks to a Curry for two. Jumper is good. And it's 63-51. Curry's first two points of the night for Diedrich. And Hammer has it at the top of the perimeter. Now over to Robinson. Robinson dumps it down low to Earhart. Catches it deep in the post. Up and in. For Earhart, he's in the double figures. He got 10 and 65-51. And it's 6.45 to go in the game. Gephardt has it. On to the right side, and it's going to be a loose ball. Players diving on the floor. Cornette fighting with Westendorf. Westendorf's on his backside, and they're going to call a jump ball. Alternate possession here gives it to Altamont. Cole Will will come back in for Dietrich, and Curry will take a seat. 6.35 to go into the game. Altamont with the 14-point lead. And Hammer will get it across the timeline. And he'll get over to Will Robinson. Robinson has it. And they dump it down low to Earhart. And it's tipped out by Dietrich. So it stays right here. Altima is a dangerous pass. So. Hammer will get it in underneath the basket on the baseline. Gets it in to Robinson. Now finds Yarhouse. Yarhouse. Will. Now dribble it back out towards the volleyball line, and he'll cross over Dieberge. And in the corner to Hammer. Hammer with a pump fake. Dribbles inside, puts up the shot, no. And the rebound goes to Dietrich as Cole Will wins that battle. Westendorf gets it across half court. Westendorf trying to cross over Cornette, but he's staying with him. Now over to Dieberge. Now Will. Cole Will, that is. It's a screen, and now Nieberge, a little shot fake. It's Robinson in the air. Mid-range jumper for Nieberge. No. Rebounded by Yarhouse. And uh, Robinson the other way as Nieberge, or Westendorf, still down back here in the backcourt. Took a hard fall on his knee. Cornette, three. No good. Left it short. And uh, there's going to be a Robinson jumper. No. And the officials are going to have to stop it as Westendorf is still down here. I think him and Yarhouse got tangled up. And uh, he's holding his right knee there, and now he's getting back to his feet. And uh, so he is putting some weight on it, but he's walking pretty gingerly off the floor, so he'll obviously have to take his feet. And so the trainers will go over there and look at him, and they're going to bring in Tanner Will for... Westendorf. And it's Westendorf. They had uh, five points there in the third quarter. And uh, he'll be looked at on the bench. Like they're looking at his ankle there. And he tells his his near right of the ankle. Going to be Gephardt. Layup. No good. Can't finish, and it's going to be battle for the loose ball. Hammer trying to pick it up, but Dietrich trying to tie it up there, and still no whistle, and it's finally Yarhouse is going to come away with it. So let him play there as Cornette dribbles, and it's blocked from behind by Kidd, and it's going to be Nieberge with the basketball. Under five to go in the game. 
hard screen there, and they're going to get Elam with the foul. Another one of those bang-bang plays there. And call a foul on Elam. Only his first, team fifth. And it's going to be Will getting it in there to a Gephardt. Gephardt had to go in the backcourt to track it down. Thought about the three, gives it off to a Cole Will. Cole dribbles the basketball on the right side. Now gives it to Niebergi. Niebergi dribbles inside. He's doubled out the kid. Three-pointer, yes. Right. Another three of four. Kid is second in the second half. 65-54. He's got eight points on the night for Dietrich. Yeah, he leads back to 11. And it is Yarhouse over to Hammer. And it's Yarhouse over there to Hammer, over to Robinson now on the left wing. Now Hammer's wide open underneath. Layup can't finish, but they're going to call a foul as Dietrich fouled him from behind. And so Hammer will go to the free throw line here. Ooh. The fourth one on him. Cole Will. Hammer will go to the line for free throws. And it can't get the first one to fall. Still an 11 point lead for Altamont. 65 54. Cole Will will get a rest on the bench, and a Jackson Fundaman will come in for Dietrich. And so Hammer will free throw. Second one's good. So one for two that trip for Hammer. And it's 66-54. Hammer's got five points on the ninth. And Skepar had it knocked away. They're going to call a uh, foul on Altamont. Reaching in there. Trying for the steal off the double. That would be a Dietrich inbounding there on the sideline. His first team six. Yep, so the next one will put Dietrich in the bonus. Over to Niebergi. They'll hand off to a Gephardt. He gets a couple of screens now. And double here on the left wing. Now Gephardt backs the back out. Gets a couple of screens again. Step back three for Gephardt. In and out, no good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson the other way. A nice pass to Kata Miller up and in. Arcata Miller, it's 68-54. 3.30 to go in the game. Altamont with a 14-point lead. Will, or now his kid, and Niebergi throws up the contested jumper in. Through traffic, Garrett Niebergi gets his fifth point, 68-56. And Elam hands it off to Hammer, coming up on three minutes to go. Over to uh, Elam. Elam looking to drive, trying to back down his man underneath the basket now. And they'll swing it on the perimeter to Hammer. They'll find Caden Miller down low. And they're trying to find Elam in the corner, but it was tipped out by Dietrich. So it stays right here with Altamont. Sub coming in, and it looks like Westendorf will return to the game. Back in after getting taped up by the trainer over there. And see some athletic tape, and he's back in. Cornette will uh, come in, and Elam will take a seat. 
and he, Robinson will inbound there and is knocked away by Westendorf, but we're back, right back into the hands of Robinson. We're under three to go. Uh, this is a 12-point lead for Altamont. Yarhouse over to Akeda Miller on the right side. Now Hammer at the top of the circle. And he gives it back off to uh, Miller. Miller looking to do something with it. Goes over back to Hammer. Playing pitch and catch with each other. And now they'll go uh, perimeter to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with the ball. Big quiet here in the second half. Hasn't made anything, I don't think. And Yarhouse so. goes over to a Robinson, and they might be playing a little keep away here. Like they are. And they'll be over to a Cornette. And they'll finally have to force Dietrich to foul. And that's what the Maroons do. They'll have another foul to give, though. Foul on 15 and Lucas Westendorf. Lucas Westendorf. His second team six. Earhart comes in, and a Dylan Elam returns. Kaden Miller and Cornette will take a, take a seat. And Tanner Will will come into the game for Dietrich. And Robinson will look to get it in. And he directs traffic to Elam, tracking it down in the backcourt. That'll call another foul. And it'll be another foul on Weston North, it looks like. And Elam will be like shooting it. free throws here. Third foul on Weston North. His third, two seventh. As Elon goes to the line for Altamont, Altamont up 12 here, 207 left to go. That's a one and one uh, for Elam. And Elam's uh, first free throw. Up and no good. Tipped out by, uh, they say, Dietrich. And so stay right here with Altamont. And so uh, they'll have Hammer underneath the basket looking to get it in. Trying for that alley play uh, to Robinson, but it was denied, and Earhart. Didn't know it was coming to him, but he somehow tracked it back down. Now they'll get it over to Elam. Elam drives, puts up the shot. No, he passed it off. Well, there's going to be another foul on Dietrich, so Elam will walk back to the line here. He makes foul there, and second one on front of him. Elam's free throw, good that time. So he'll get another one. Nine points in the game. Makes it 69 at 56, 13-point edge. Elam's second free throw. On to the way, up and good. He's in the double figures, he's got 10. All here in the second half. It's 70 to 56. And they'll have Kidd again over to a Gephardt on the right wing. And now mid-range jumper baseline. Left it short and rebounded there by Funneman. And they will get a jump ball or a foul. I think they're going to call a foul there on Altamont. Yes, it is. Calls on Jared Hammer, his second. Team seven. Jackson Funneman will go to the line for a one-on-one. Avery Yarhouse will return, and Logan Cornette will have a seat on the bench. Free throw is good for Funneman. And he's got five, and it's 70-57 to 57 out tomorrow with the lead. 
minute 44 to go in the game. And there's going to be a lane violation there. As Kidd stepped in before Funderman shot it. And so it'll be Altamont basketball and still remains the score 70 to 57. Elam looking to get it in. A pressure defense applied by Dietrich, but Altamont breaks it. Hammer takes it all the way. Layup is good for Jared Hammer. He's got seven and 72-57. Minute 30 to go in the game. And a Gephardt. We'll get over there to a Western North. Deep three from the volleyball line. No. Battle for the rebound. Arisay is off of Funneman, and it's going to be out of bounds to Altamont. Elam will look to get it in. The minute 22 to go gets it in to Earhart. They're call a foul there from behind, and so it's going to be a kind of Earhart shooting free throws the other way. Foul number 35, Colton Kidd, his fourth, team's ninth. Earhart will go to the line. Cornette will take a seat in Yarhouse. Or Cornette will come in, check that, and Yarhouse will take a seat. Earhart at the free throw line. One and one. Free throw's good. Nothing but net. They'll get another one at 73-57. Altamont with the lead. And... Uh, It'll be Earhart with the second free throw. Up, and it's also good. So two for two there. Earhart's got 12, and it's 74-57. A minute 15 to go in the game. Over to Kid. Kid shot for three. No good. And there's going to be a, a foul. And there's going to be a foul on Altima, I think. It will be. Travel number 32, Logan Cornette. His third. Team eight. Cornette will take a seat. Yarhouse will come in. Got Dane Curry coming in for Dietrich, and the cold kid will take a seat. Minute 13 to go, and Dietrich's at the line. It's Garrett Niebergy. Free throw's good. Actually, that was Funneman. Check that. And that makes it 74-58. Funneman. Second free throw is also good. He's got seven, and it's 74-59. And there's going to be a foul there on Curry. And Elam will be walking to the free throw line and shoot two more free throws. Yeah, foul Curry, his first, team 10th. And so Elam will be at the line for... Automatic, too, because it's double bonus now. In and out by Elam, but he'll get another one. Garrow takes a seat. Cornette comes in. 74-59. Altamont still leads with a minute 10 to go. And uh, Westendorf will take a seat. Cole will, will come back in. Tanner will as well. And the uh, free throw is also no good. So 0 for 2 there for Elam. Ball loose on the floor, and they save it. It does Altamont right in the hands of Hamer. And Altamont reset a little bit. And Hamer with the basketball there on the left side. And we're not done with basketball this weekend as more basketball is set on the table for tomorrow for Altamont. Dietrich has a game tomorrow as well. 
It'll be Robinson with the basketball. Hand off to Hamer. 40 seconds left. Tribal Council came to feel it. And uh, Robinson with the basketball. Robinson dribbles it around. Over to Cornette. Over to uh, Cornette. He's holding on to the basketball. Now over to Robinson. We got 20 seconds left. And Altamont, 15 seconds away uh, from getting our 12th win. And Coach Bonoff says don't foul. So that'll do it. As the gym was packed house tonight, and it was all for a good cause. And Altamont comes away with the win, 74-59. Your final score as took them a minute to get going. They finally found their groove, and they came out with a win, and also an important NTC win as well. As now that Altamont will improve to 12-3. and 2-0 overall in the NTC. Dietrich falls to 8-7 and and 2-3 in the NTC as well. And I think we'll have some uh, ceremonies here after the uh, game that I heard from uh, Scott will bring uh, both the uh, Davis family and the uh, Thompson family out there on uh, the floor to present them with the uh, night's proceedings. Uh, it all goes to benefit them as the two families will go out there on the floor. And uh, so Altamont comes away with the win, 74-59, and we'll be back to break it all down and give you the point totals as well as we'll have a chat with Coach Niebergy as the victorious Altamont Indians win 74-59 over Dietrich. So we'll be back in a few moments. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball on Jack FN. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... And Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want, when you want it, with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Uh, at the end of that game there, they uh, presented the Thompson family and the uh, Davis family with $4,000 as uh, they go to them uh, from tonight's festivities. All proceeds go to them uh, tonight as Altamont comes away with the win. And it was a 74-59, a final over Dietrich. And... Talk about it with Coach Seabury coming up in the uh, post game, Bub. Um, you know, it's kind of uh, another story of uh, uh, how Altamont wants to do things this season uh, and their depth as Yarhouse didn't score. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he didn't score a single point there in that second half. And uh, it was Dylan Elam, though, who uh, stepped up and got 10 points into the uh, second half that kind of helped them along the way there as. Uh, they did. Uh, Dietrich did adjust to the uh, yard house for three-pointers and uh, kept them off the scoreboard uh, there. Uh, but uh, Dietrich ultimately uh, falls tonight here in Altamont with a win and a big win uh, for seeding purposes going towards uh, the NTC tournament later on uh, this month. As you know, it, as the stats will total out as you know, yard house will lead the way. But like I said, he didn't score there in that uh, second half, but uh, Altamont, you know, uh, Dietrich just couldn't come back there in uh, that uh, second half as Altamont started missing just a little bit more shots, but there in that first half, it seemed like they uh, weren't missing uh, very much, and uh, so uh, Dietrich comes up a, a little bit short here this evening, so uh, like I said, we're back in action less than uh, 24 hours uh, from now as it's back here uh, tomorrow for uh, four games this evening. And, uh, whoa, I almost got uh, jumped there. Uh, but I see Coach Seabury making his way out of the uh, locker room, going to make it over here. So uh, Altamont will continue uh, this winning streak as now it stands to uh, seven games in a row now. And uh, so uh, 
that's why I'm playing in some a pretty good basketball uh, around the area. And uh, this is kind of what they wanted to do in the basketball that they wanted to play all season. And uh, so Altamont uh, victorious this evening. And like I was saying, Altamont uh, will be uh, back in action uh, tomorrow as a full day of action here at Altamont Community High School as both the girls and the boys will be in action. And we'll have coverage for you both games here on uh, Jack FM. And it's between uh, the Woodlawn Cardinals tomorrow so uh make sure you tune in uh, for uh, that and i see uh, coach nebergy making his way over here to the uh, broadcast booth so we'll uh, turn the headsets over to him and uh we're turning it over uh, to uh, coach nebergy and coach congratulations again on the win and that's a pretty good win uh, right there uh, tonight and again we kind of talked about it the season and we kind of talked about it on tuesday as well Kind of started a little slow. Yeah, I, we never scored the first basket. <laughs> like, that's one of our goals. Like, we have sure. a goal every game. We score first each half, kind of set the tone. Of, we've got, like, three this year out of 15 games or so. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just one of those things. I don't know if our warm-ups aren't getting us ready to go or I got to rah-rah shishkin bob him a little bit more in the, in the uh-huh. before the game. But these guys are senior late and they need to come out ready, ready fired on cylinders. So, you know, Started slow, but ended well. Started slow, and uh, you got it, and ended well in the first quarter as well. As really, you carried over that momentum in the first quarter throughout that first half. It just seemed like you were making shots, and you couldn't miss out there. And, of course, Avery doing his thing, what he did in the first half, making all those threes to really get you guys going and getting into that flow of the offense, scoring the basket. Yeah, they, they shot really well first quarter, too, I thought. Yeah. Um, you know, Gephardt and Wesendorf are very good basketball players. Uh, they can score the basket, you know, they can shoot it. And I thought we had an answer every time, you know, yeah. they hit a basket, we hit a basket. So, you know, it, I thought Avery really, you know, it was, I thought the boys actually looked for Avery, too, when they were, when he was starting to get rolling. So and he started looking for his own. But, uh, you know, that's, that's a good sign of some basketball IQ. If you got a guy rolling, you, you get it, you look for him to get him the basketball. So, um, you know, I, I wasn't displeased with our defense. I know we gave up a lot more points than what I thought we did. Sure. I, I thought, you know, they just hit some good shots. You know, hopefully they didn't, we were hoping they wouldn't shoot as well in the second half. Right, yeah, and then uh, you carry that over into the second half, and it just seemed like what we have the season of uh, the balance scoring. And here one guy uh, scores in the first half, but then they pick it up in the second half. Elam was a good third quarter, and he had scoring 10 in the second half to kind of carry there in uh, the second half there. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan had a good second half scoring the basketball. Um, you know, I thought he even did a better job defensively, you know, helped us. So when he's, when he's working both ends of the sure. court, he, he can, can really he can, he can help us out as the season goes along. Uh, you know, he, Dylan is, a, is kind of the combo guard, you know, the big 6-3 kind of four, plays the 1-4 through four, kind of like Mason. So it's kind of nice to have those two types of players, you know. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if Avery scored in the second half. I don't think we didn't have him down. So. We didn't yeah, have no. him down for the second. So it's always good, you know. That's kind of our that's our that's our, that's our mantra. Like, might not be you this game. It might be somebody else. And uh, yeah, tonight it was Avery first half and Dylan. And you know, I thought I thought I thought everybody contributed. Even Eli hit a Miller hit a big three in, did. in the first half. So you know, everybody that came off the bench did a good job. And uh, you just uh, keep uh, rolling uh, right along here and. Uh, I thought in the second half it was 
uh, you know, Westendorf and Gephardt was a little quiet uh, there in uh, the second half compared to the first half uh, as well. So. Yeah, we and we talked about it at halftime. Uh, we we was, we was hoping they'd get a little tired. You know, not that not that they were. We don't know if they were, but that's kind of our goal. Uh, we pushed them into some shots early, maybe with our pressure full court. Um, we kind of backed off that a little bit, uh, but our whole goal is, you know, we got nine, ten guys. We're gonna we're gonna make you work for thirty two minutes, uh, you know. And uh, I, I think that I think it affected them a little bit, but they're still good basketball players. They, uh, I thought Logan, I thought Logan did another good job. Um, uh, it's gonna just kind of stink seeing those those two players for another two, three years. So, yeah, but you know, you got to deal with it. Right, and uh, like I said, you guys are playing uh, some good basketball right now, and uh, that was a good win because it was good to get back into the conference and uh, to uh, get a, a win to get you two and zero in uh, the uh, NTC for the the seating uh, about yep. to be uh, decided here in uh, a short amount of time. Yeah, my wife was uh, worried because I wore a suit tonight. <laughs> I was as well. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I knew it was blue night, and I had a royal blue suit, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm just going to make it look nice. But I didn't wear a tie, so that was part of it. So I was kind of worried myself. But anytime we play Diedrich, I get worried. You know, I, sure. I throw the records out. Throw the records out. Doesn't matter if it's there. Doesn't matter if it's here. You know, uh, teams shoot, seem to shoot really well when they get in this gym. Uh, and they did tonight. They're a good team. Uh, we get 2-0. Uh, we got Woodlawn tomorrow. We, so we, got, we can't concentrate on that. But we also got a big NTC week next week. But, uh, yeah, it was, it's always, it's you know, Diedrich scares the heck out of me. Coach Bonoff does a really good job, um, you know, getting his best players the basketball, and uh, they did that tonight. So I just, uh, I was proud of our boys that we overcome a good shooting team like tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we had enough offensive power to, to do that. Right, yeah, you, you overcame the tough end of the, the slow start end of the first quarter, and it was also a big night here at the school with uh, falling for a cure for a special cause as well for the, the families as well. So I thought that, you know, it was a packed gymnasium. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I thought that uh, the Indians really handled it well tonight, the it was, atmosphere. It was a great atmosphere. I mean, this, the, the, the balling for a cure is, you know, Heather Davis was my girl's, is, uh, she was our babysitter. So uh-huh. we have a little connection there. You know, my, my girls know her done very well uh mm-hmm. you know she's from Diedrich, which yeah. is kind of nice uh that we did it for this game uh i thought Diedrich came out with a with a great crowd this is a great atmosphere you know in the thompson family i mean mm-hmm. to, to 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 play in front of this can only help you get better and and i'm glad everybody came out to support this cause um you know there there are two great families um i'm i'm happy that we could we could raise the money. We did. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was off great. Just kind of kind of got you a little got got me a little emotional down there. But the, they, uh, you know, they're two good families. So we're we're, we're praying for them. We're hoping hoping for the best. And uh, you know, we've got Caden on the team. Yeah, uh, this year. Uh, I think I think he's enjoying it. I hope he's enjoying it. Um, so uh, you know, it was a good atmosphere. Great great game. Yeah, and uh, we're enjoying the, the run right now for sure. Seven game win streak. All right I'm now. Go back to my go back to my polos tomorrow. Oh, there you <laughs> go. So keep it. Try to keep it going yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, gets Woodlawn. Well, Coach, uh, thanks for coming up All here right, and joining it. us after the game. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thank you, guys. All right, and uh, thank you, Coach. As again, Altamont, a victorious seventy-four to a fifty-nine was the uh, final score there. As we'll get Dominic back onto the headsets and uh, we'll take a look at some of the final numbers and we'll close this thing out.
first of all, for uh, for Diedrich, for Caleb Gephardt, he was uh, one of four from the field and five of eight from the three-point line. I have a uh, guy for 21 points. Lucas, Lucas Westendorf was uh, five for seven from the field and two for seven from the three-point range for 16 points. Excuse me, Colton Kidd was one for two from the field and two for six from the three-point range for eight points. Uh, Cole Will was 0 for 1 from the field. Tanner Will was 0 for 1 as well. Uh, Garrett Nibergi, he was 2 for 7 from the field. And 0 for 2 from 3-point range. 1 or 2 from the free throw line for 5 points. Uh, Curry was 1 for 1 with 2 points. And Jackson Funneman was 2 for 2 from the field. And 3 for 3 from the free throw line for 7 points. Niemerg and Hall both played but did not score uh, for their total of 59. And, <clears throat> excuse me, for Altswant, Jared Hammer was 2 for 4 uh, from the field, 0 for 3 from the free th- uh, three-point range, 3 for 4 from the three-point, excuse me, from the free-throw line. He's got, uh, he's got for his uh, seven points, excuse me, Dylan Elam, he was 2 for 3 from the field. And two for three from three-point range, and two for five from the free-throw line for 12 points. Avery Yarhouse, he was two for four from the field, and he was six for nine from three-point range, two for two from free-throw line, 24 points. Mason Robinson was six for 11 from the field, 0 for one from three-point range, two for four from the free-throw line for 14 points. Aiden McManway played, but did not score. Logan Cornette was one for four from the field. And two for two from the free throw line for his four points. Conan Earhart was four for eight from the field and four for four from the free throw line. For he's at uh, 12 points. Excuse me, Eric Coleman, one for two from the field for two points. And Caden Miller was four for four from the field and for a total of 74 points. As Osmond comes away with the uh, NTC victory for tonight, that'll definitely help him. Hopefully when the CDs come out and uh, for the NTC tournament here here in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a well-played, I thought it was a well-played game by both teams. Diedrich did, you know, like you said, find a way to shut down Yarhouse there in the second half. He didn't, he didn't score a point in that second half, had all 24 in the, in the first half. Um, you know, they... Uh, they held uh, only held Altamont to 11, 11 points in the last quarter, is eleven to ten Altamont. But uh, I think it was a great, great game played by by both teams. They're just uh, I think Altamont just uh, they they did get off to a slow start. But I think they just put uh, too many points up too early, and each team yeah. just couldn't uh, couldn't come back. Didn't have enough time to come back. So yeah, they couldn't claw their way back. though. Altamont with quarters of 25, 18, 20, and eleven. So they're seventy. 74 and Dietrich with 16, 17, 16, and 10 for their 59. 74, 59 year score final for Altamont. They improved to 12 and 3, 2 and 0 in the NTC. Dietrich falls to 8 and 7, 2 and 3 in the NTC. We're back on the air tomorrow around 5 o'clock for girls basketball. This is the Woodlawn doubleheader right here in Altamont. Can't make it out here, then we got it for you right here on Jack FM. That does it for a successful night, successful balling for a cure tonight, and most importantly, a lot of money raised for those two families here tonight, and that is the best thing of it all. And uh, so 
Uh, big shout-out to uh, Derek back at the uh, studios for helping us getting on and off the air this evening. And uh, we will be back on the air tomorrow, so we're going to be getting back to the music that we want and playing the music that we want here on uh, Jack FM. For Dominic, my name is Travis Sparks. Have a great night, everybody, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.